Jazz Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of SNS Podcast. Today's episode is going to be about, well, if you don't get your shot, your coronavirus shot, they want to punish you. So, doctors lay out plans to punish people who refuse corona vaccine. There is no alternative. Simply put, getting vaccinated is going to be our patriotic duty. And America should consider making it difficult for the unvaccinated to participate in society. What three doctors wrote. But I'm going to have my phone help me out with some of this. I don't want to mess up my script or writing. So you may hear a robotic voice being talked. Because I'm letting the vo- uh, letting my phone do the talking. So let's start off with this one right here, right now. Maybe if I can get it to work. <laughs> okay. Well, on August 11th, 2020, a LifeSite News wrote, uh, Coronavirus vaccine should be mandatory and a tax penalties, higher insurance premium, and denial of many government and private service ought to be considered for those refusing the shots. What two doctors and an attorney argued in U.S. Today on Thursday. So they want to punish us for not getting these shots. How un-American is that? That's taking our rights away once again. While these measures that will be necessary to defeat the coronavirus will seem... Let's see here. What is this word? I told you I was going to have to have my phone to help me out here today. So just bear with me. Let's see what this word is real quick. Draconian. Draconian. Okay. So while the measures that will be necessary to defeat the coronavirus will seem draconian, even anti-American to some, we believe that there is no alternative. Simply put, getting vaccinated is going to be our patriotic duty. Is what wrote uh, these doctors here. Let me get their names real quick. And the attorney, and this is their names. And the phone doesn't want to do it again. Well, doctor, let me see if I can get this to go here so we can do this. Wrote Dr. Michael Laterman, Dr. Stuart Youngner, and Maxwell J. Melman. The people that want to... Uh, Make sure we get punished because we don't get these vaccinations. Which is not really what I want to do. Well, there is no alternative to vaccinated vaccine-induced herd immunity in a pandemic, they argued. Broad inductions of immunity in the population by immunization will be necessary to end this pandemic. Well... I agree. You want to end the pandemic, you got to do something about it. But I believe, to me, this is going the wrong way with it. Uh, I wouldn't want people to push me and push me and say, you got to have it or else you're going to be punished. Well, 
that is not cool with me. I'm not going to be punished for something that I believe that you don't, I don't want. You're forcing it on me. Well, it gets better. I mean, if you just listen in here, it's going to get a little better. You're going to find out why and who and how. Here we go. The USA Today article, published August 6th, is titled To the Power of Defeat COVID-19 by Requiring a Vaccination for All. It's not un-American. It's patriotic. Its original subhead read, Make vaccines free. Don't allow religious or personal objections and punish those who won't be vaccinated. They are threatening the lives of others. It has since been changed to make vaccines free. Don't allow religious or personal objections and create disincentives for those who refuse vaccines shown to be safe and effective. So they changed the article to make it sound like, oh, well, well, it's no big deal. Get a vaccination. Nothing's going to happen to you. But they changed it from, you don't get it, you're going to get punished, to, you're not going to get punished. Everything's going to be fine. Just get it vaccinated. You'll be, you'll be healthy, happy and healthy. When a vaccinate when when the vaccine is ready, the doctor wrote it must be free and exemptions must only be made with people with medical conditions to immunize. So only those who have medical conditions can get it. That makes no sense here. But that's what they're writing here. But medical conditions that prohibit all COVID-19 vaccines will be rare, they claimed. No religion or personal objections to receiving the shot or shots, more than one, should be honored, they wrote. And harsh penalties should be adopted by important sectors of society to pressure the populace to comply. See, now they want to push. You don't do it, you're going to get this. The physician purpose, private businesses could refuse to employ or service unvaccinated individuals. Get this. Schools could refuse to allow those children who are not vaccinated to attend classes. Public and commercial transit companies, airline, trains, and buses could exclude refusals. Public and private auditoriums could require evidence of immunizations for entry. You got to have shots before you can go to school. You got to have a shot so you can get a job and work. You got to have a shot so you can go to an auditorium. This COVID thing is really getting out of hand, but it gets better. Just hold on. I mean, it gets a little better here. They then outlaw, outlined, they then outlined how a registry of immunizations will be needed with names entered after immunization is complete. People who receive the vaccine should be issued a certification card with expiration dates and durability 
of pr protection by different vaccines may vary and may require periodical booster immunizations. Now you got to have more shots after all this. Now you're going to get yourself a certification card. Hey, I've been vaccinated. What, is this like another driver's license? The concept of immunization cards or digital vaccine records was floated shortly before the coronavirus outbreaks and since the virus has spread. Sound like they planted this long before the coronavirus hit. A December 2019 article in Science America described the vision of Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT, research for embedding vaccine records directly into the skin of children. Along with the vaccine, a child will be injected with a bit of dye that is invisible to the naked eye, but easy, easily seen with a special cell phone filter combined with, the, with an app that shines near-refracted light onto the skin. The dye will be expected to last up to five years according to tests on pigs and rats skin and human skin in a dish. The development of this idea, which the article proudly noted avoids using iris scans that make violation privacy, was funded, guess who? Guess who funded this? Funded by Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. The devil himself, Bill Gates. Now, how did Bill Gates all become all of a sudden become a scientist? Isn't he just a a computer guy? But now he's a scientist, a chemist. He's all of it now. He's the number one guy to go to. When you don't know this, you don't know that, well he knows it all. I wanna see his PA you know, I wanna see his uh, certificates of doctor being a doctor, I want to see his MD certificates. I want to see it all. He don't have one. He is nothing but a computer genius. That's all he is. He's not a chemist. He's not a doctor. He isn't... Oh, this guy makes me mad. Anyways, it came about because of a direct request from Microsoft founders and Bill Gates himself, Bill Gates, who has been supporting efforts to wipe out disease such as polio, measles across the world. Again, is he some kind of doctor? He's trying to wipe out diseases? Dr. Anthony Fossey, a longtime director of the National Institute of Allergy and in Infectious Disease and one of Trump's top pandemic advisors, said in April that he thought it was possible that one day Americans may have carried, may have, to carry certificates showing that they are immune to the coronavirus. I think it might actually have some merit under certain circumstances, he said. Also in April, Gates speculated, eventually we will have some digital certificates to show who has recovered 
or been tested recently or when we have a vaccine who has received it. Laterman, Melman, and Youngner concluded by comparing Americans' fight against the coronavirus to World War I and World War II. Around 37 million casualties can be attributed to World War I, according to Encyclopedia Britannica. World War II was even deadlier, with 70 million to 85 million deaths, including those due to famine, the Holocaust, disease, and other war-related factors being attributable to it. How can you compare the coronavirus with, the, with World War I and II? That makes no sense to me. And this is totally different. If you were in war, in battle, and you got shot, are they going to say, oh, he died of the coronavirus? You got your leg blown off, are they going to claim it as it was coronavirus? How can they compare World War One and Two, and saying it's compared with, with the coronavirus? Why didn't they say, compare it with the Civil War, since more people passed away and died during that time? Because it was Americans against Americans back then. As of press time, worldwide, there have been 20,383,417 reported coronavirus cases, but only 741,707 reported deaths. 13,281,928 people have contracted the virus and recovered. These numbers may not be accurate due to the unreliability of COVID-19 tests and reporting systems in the United States to the power of which has to the power of seeing people who were never even tested for the virus receive positive results. The governor of Ohio receiving both positive and negative test results on the same day, and at least one person who died in a motorcycle crash coded as a COVID-19 death, and the likelihood of communist China where the virus originated, downplaying its infection and death rates. All right, do you hear that? The guy, uh, what was he, a governor? I think is what it said here. Uh, was it a governor? Uh, yeah, the governor of Ohio received both positive and negative testing on the same day. So yeah, these numbers are way off. They're not even accurate. They're just a bunch of BS numbers. They're just saying all this stuff. And then on top of that, you get people who've never been tested, but they're getting letters in the mail saying, you got COVID. Quarantine yourself. How can that even be? Oh, and also here it said that the guy died in a motorcycle crash. And he coded as a COVID-19 death? How are they saying all this when they're not even accurate? These doctors are not even... Uh, to me, I personally think they're not even qualified to know what is COVID and what is, is ammonia. During World War I and World War II, everyone contributed. No one was allowed to opt out merely because it conflicted with a sense of autonomy. And draft dodgers who refused to serve were subject to penalties, the doctors wrote. True, 
Conscientious objectors could refuse to use weapons for religious reasons, but they were obligated to help out in other ways, serving in non-combatant roles. There are no such alternatives for vaccination. In a recent online debate on mandatory vaccinations, Robert F. Kennedy to the power of junior pointed out that a significant percentage of participants in a recent trial for a leading coronavirus vaccine have been hospitalized. Kennedy, a liberal environmental attorney and member of the Kennedy political dynasty, also noted that several of the coronavirus vaccine developers, a number of which have received funding from Bill Gates, have been forced to pay billions of dollars in criminal penalties related to their medical products. Now, now, uh, it's pointed out here that people that were guinea pigs, I guess you can say, ended up getting a trial. I guess they were getting lied to about, say, oh, you'll be fine, you know. But they got lied to and they ended up being hospitalized because of um, of this, and it sounded like that uh, Bill Gates was forced to pay billions of dollars in criminal penalties related to the medical procedures. Okay, Bill Gates had to pay billions of dollars in criminal penalties. So that makes Bill Gates a criminal. Bill Gates had to be forced to pay billions. He had to be forced. Bill Gates had to be forced to pay billions of dollars in criminal penalties related to their medical products. So Bill Gates is making some bogus medical products. People you out there, don't get none of these shots. Don't do what they're telling you to do. Because look what happened here. Bill Gates had to pay billions of dollars in criminal penalties related to their medical products. It requires a cognitive dissonance for people who understand the criminal corporate cultures of these four companies to believe that they're doing this in every other product that they have, but they're not doing it with vaccines, Kennedy said. In an April 9th to the Power of article, Kennedy wrote, Vaccines, for Bill Gates, are a strategic philanthropy that feed as many vaccine-related businesses including Microsoft's ambition to control it to the power of global vaccination ID enterprise and give him dictatorial control of global health policy. Kennedy has been raising awareness about those injured by vaccines since before the coronavirus outbreak and has now emerged as one of the strongest voices against a forced COVID-19 vaccine. Now, if you caught that, it said that Bill Gates is trying to get a global vaccination ID enterprise and to give him, Bill Gates, control of global health policy. Bill Gates becomes this, then he'll be able to control pretty much everything on your health. Many immunizations are made from cell lines of aborted babies. 
and a number of the coronavirus vaccines being developed are also using immorally obtained fetal cell lines. Okay, did you hear that? These vaccines are made from cell lines of aborted babies. And the number of corona vaccines, coronavirus vaccines being developed are also using immortal obtained fetus cell lines. So these shots, you're getting aborted baby parts into your system. Russian President Vladimir Putin announced today that his country has approved the world's first coronavirus vaccine and that one of his daughters received both doses of it. Questions over its, the vaccine's, safety remain, noted one CNN headline, with another asking, would you take a vaccine from Vladimir Putin? I definitely wouldn't. I would take no kind of vaccines, but they're, but now they're, they're getting it. They got it. Good for them, I guess. But let's talk a little about the the invisible ink, okay? The invisible ink could reveal what whatever kids have been whenever kids have been vaccinated. Uh, keeping track of vaccinations remind reminds or reminders, a major challenge in developing the world. In, even in many developing countries, paperwork gets lost. Parents forget wherever their children is up to date. Now, a group in Massachusetts Industrial Technology, researchers have developed a novel way to address this problem, embedding the record directly into the skin. I definitely wouldn't want that in my skin. No way. Along with the vaccine, a child would be injected with a bit of dye that is invisible to the naked eye, but easily seen with a special cell phone filter, combined with an app that shines near-refracted light into the skin, onto the skin. The dye would be expected to last up to five years, according to the tests on pigs and rat skins and human skins in a dish. The system, which has not been tested in children, would provide quick and easy access to vaccination history, avoid the risk of clerical errors, and added little to the cost or risk of the procedure, according to the studies published Wednesday in Science Transitions medicine, especially in the developing countries where medical records may not be as complete or as accessible, there can be a value in having medical information directly associated with a person, said Mark, a bioengineering professor at Georgia Institute of Technology, who was not involved in the new studies. Such a system of record, recording medical information must be extremely discreet and accessible to the person whose health information is being recorded and his or her family. This, I think, is a pretty interesting way to accomplish those goals, he said. 
The research conducted by IMT bioengineers and their colleagues use a patch of tiny needles called microneedles. Whoopie-doo, microneedles, to provide an effective vaccination without a teeth-clenching jab. Microneedles are embedded in a band-aid-like device that is placed on a on the skin. A skilled nurse or technician is not required. Vaccine vaccines delivered with microneedles also may not need to be refrigerated, reducing both the cost and difficulty of delivering. I don't know how these things are supposed to know that if you had the shots or not. If you had uh, the mumps or if you had the measles shots or if you had chicken pox shots. How is a little bit of dye going to know any of that? How are you going to write that on the dye so it knows all this information? Delivering the dye requires the research to find something that was safe and would last long enough to be useful. That's, that's really the biggest challenge that we overcome in the project, said one of the bioengineers. Adding that the team tested a number of off-the-shelf dyes that could be useful or could be used in the body but could not find any endure when exposed to sunlight. The team ended up using a technology called quantum dots, tiny, sem tiny semiconducting crystals that reflect light and were originally developed to label cells during research. The dye has been shown to be safe in humans. The approach raises some privacy concerns. There may be other concerns that patients have about being tattooed, carrying around personal medical information on their bodies, or other aspects of this unfamiliar approach to storing medical records. Different people and different cultures will probably feel differently about having an invisible medical tattoo. When people were still getting vaccinated for smallpox, which has been eradicated worldwide, they got a visible scar on their arm from the shot that made it easy to identify who has been vaccinated and who has not. Obviously, we didn't want to give people a scar, says one of the bioengineering. Nodding that her team was looking for an identifier that would be invisible to the naked eye. The researchers also wanted to avoid technologies that would raise even more privacy concerns, such as iris scans and database with names and identifiable data. This work was funded by, guess who, once again, by the Bill and, Mel and Melinda Gates Foundation, and came be about because of a direct request from Microsoft founder Bill Gates himself, who has been supporting efforts to wipe out diseases such as polio and measles across the world. Again, how is Bill Gates some kind of chemist, some kind of doctor? He is just a computer guy. 
So people out there, this ought to be telling you something. Bill Gates is up to something. He's trying to control our health. Now, if this guy does that, then most likely you're going to end up getting that shot. Otherwise, you can't or you'll be punished, which is ridiculous. He has no right to be saying anything of such. Moving on, the researchers hope to add more details information to the dots, such as the date of vaccinations. Along with them, the team eventually wants to inject sensors that could also potentially be used to track aspects of health, such as insulin level and diabetes. So, now they want to track our livelihood. Track. If you got this, if you got that. I understand that, but, you know, this is being Bill Gates. He wants to put trackers in your system anyways to find out where you've been, what you've been doing, where you live and all that. Now, read up on that. It's all true. Bill Gates wants to control you. This approach is likely to be one of many trying to solve the problems for strong individuals. Strong individuals' medical information, says a four-year student at Harvard Medical School who was also not involved on this study. But he is also trying to create a system for tracking such information, including vaccination history in the developing world. Okay, he wants to control, he wants to track your medical information. Track. Working in the northern Indian states, a team has devised a necklace resembling one war locally, which compress, encrypt, and password protects medical information. The, ne- the, the necklace user, or rather the necklace uses the same technology as radio frequency identification chips. Radio frequencies, that too is, is a red flag for me. Technology as radio frequency identification chips, RFID chips such as those employed in retail clothing or athletic race bibs and provides healthcare workers as asset to a mother's pregnancy history, her children's growth chart and vaccination history and suggestions on what vaccination and other treatment may be needed. There is possible concerns in all such technology. Especially if you're going to use radio frequencies. Yeah, I I believe there will be a big concern in that. But there you go. You got the number one guy who's been dipping his hands into this. Bill Gates himself. Nothing better to do. He can't mind his own business, but he wants to mind your business. He wants to know where you've been. Bill Gates, the devil himself. Well, there you go, folks. That's a, kind of a short SNS podcast show, a little over 31 minutes. 
I wish I had something a lot longer to put in there, but now you know, you got a little bit of information about if you don't get vaccinated, uh, you're going to be punished. Your kids will end up getting some kind of invisible dye that shows all their medical records. Would you want that? You want people out there to control your life, saying you don't get this, you're not going to, you're going to be punished, imprisonment. Uh, get higher taxes because you don't have the coronavirus shot? Do you want your kids to get this dye, the invisible ink, put into their system to show all the medical records? Anybody can get access of that. Just think about it, and I wish you all a good day, and thanks for listening in to SNS Podcasts. You all have a good day. Bye. listening to SNS Podcast. If you have a show idea, or if you would like to be on the show, which I really hope you would like to be, send me an email to sspodcast at yahoo.com. Again, that's sspodcast at yahoo.com. And I might use your email on the next and upcoming show. And you can also send me a message. There's a message button along with a donate button, which would be very appreciative to help keep the show up and going. Thank you again for listening to S&S Podcast.